Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Welcome to the She Slays the Day podcast with Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Direct, soulful, comedic, advice for female chiropractors' most stagnating questions. Let's talk business, marriage and relationships, momming, and self-development. Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. I'm Lauren Brunslick. I am your host. Yay! Okay, so we're going to kick this off with a review. This is one of the funnier reviews. I love my people. They like try and like they, they put the, the spin on reviews. They're not boring at all. So it says, Dr. L may be my spirit animal or we could have been separated at birth. Oh, oh. <laughs> just kidding. But anyway, this is a great podcast for a chiropractor. It's real and it helps give tips and or reinforces the things you are doing right in practice. Highly recommend, worth a listen and a subscribe. And that's from Dr. Tracy L. Oh, thanks, Tracy. I agree. Um, you know, I used to say that my spirit animal... Uh, was a shark because I literally never stopped. Like if I stopped swimming, I would feel like I would die. Um, But then sometimes I'm like, maybe it's more of a bird. But then I also go, I'm spending a lot of time thinking about what my spirit animal is and it doesn't really fucking matter. So anyways, you can be my spirit animal, Dr. Tracy. So we're going to go into prayer before we read today's question. Dear Jesus, Shoot, I didn't think at all about what I was going to pray to you about, uh, which I normally try and do. Um, So I'm just going to connect my heart to yours. Help me. I'm recording in a uh, closet today. So help the sound be great. Help the quality of information come out. Help me be real, vulnerable, and just honest. And help those that are living in these small towns making impact um, because... The today's question is about a small town chiropractor, and it's so easy to look at big towns, and we think that impact is in quantity and numbers, and we know that that's, you don't care. Um, Helping one person is just as important as helping a hundred. So, we love you so much. Okay, bye. So, today's question comes from Kate, and it's on small town marketing. So she goes, how do you market to a small town? Um, The town I want to open a practice in is in Pennsylvania. 
And the recent census has the population around 2200. And I would say the next borough that butts up against it, I think it's cute, she calls it a borough, uh, could contribute a few hundred more, realistically looking at a population of 2500 people. So I could stop her question there, y'all, and um, just kind of like go into it. But this is a rare situation. And so I kind of went back and forth with her to get more information. And I'm going to read a lot more of her question because I, I think if you grew up in Atlanta or Brooklyn or Houston, uh, this is this is kind of going to be mind blowing to you. So I want to include some of these details because this is how small town people talk about like, uh, well, where's the nearest Walmart and things like that. So she goes, there are currently no practicing chiropractors within the town. They had one at least over 10 years ago, but I have few details on that at all other. Oh, only thing she has is that he allegedly practiced up until he passed away. This man practiced out of his home, and I believe he was the run of the mill, full spine style chiropractor. Yeah, yeah, probably like that authentic, like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, there are surrounding towns all over 15 to 20 minutes away that each have at least one chiropractor, some many more. My soon-to-be husband was born and raised in this small town. I lived one town over most of my life, but ended up spending my senior year of high school there and graduating from there. We lived there together a few more years before I came to Georgia for school. He's now living there again with a new job until I move back in January once I graduate chiropractic school. There is no hospital, but there is a private medical with... Uh, physical therapists and there's one dentist in the town there is a school district and of course it is beloved by the town uh, and there's one daycare the closest walmart is also that next town over as is the mall that town is about 7500 people again this city has plenty of chiropractors probably 15 offices and many that i know personally from getting my own care it is a glass town as it is known for its large glass plant and now has a uh, centered metal factory. What? I don't know what that is. It's a metals factory too. People are widely conservative and Republican in this area. Yep. Uh, hunting and fishing co comprise the pastime of most men and many women here too. Yep. Um, and as for the kind of practice I'm looking to open, I prefer to use Gonstead technique, um, gowning, nervoscope, full spine films, and all. I have a few other tools in my toolbox ready, though, if needed, for special populations. Oh, Gonstead and farm towns and factories, it's going to go great. Um, and uh, she says for, like, babies, she'll use different techniques. I love the idea of caring for new moms. I will be attending a birth fit seminar in August and cannot wait. Ever since I gave birth three years ago, I've been in love with the progression of women. I have a background in childbirth education courses, which are not being offered in their town at all. Yep, obs. And I had, she had a home water birth herself, and many people are still unaware that she'd rather relate to the masses of moms who chose other routes. Well, you may not have that option, but okay. Um, my ideal patient is a younger woman, much like myself, 20 to 40 years old with expendable income. A woman who likely has kids or wants them and makes the major decisions of their family, especially health, so that they will be bringing the rest of the gang in. I, of course, will accept anyone, but marketing-wise, this is who I expect to target. Woofta. Okay, so it's it's really great that um, 
you know, our situations, I am uniquely qualified. It is like I was put on this earth to answer this question for you because our situations are so similar. So my first practice um, in a town of 2,300 people, um, I had four chiropractors, three, sorry, I was number four, uh, three other chiropractors already in that town of 2,300. And then the next town over is about 8,500 and yep, like about 10 other chiropractors there. So they also have the Walmart. So I can relate to this a lot. Um, I'm uniquely qualified. Now, what I will say is that one day when we do tackle marketing of like, a pediatric practice in a town like Dallas. I've got people that I'm going to have to reach out to because although I don't know how to make you stand out um, in front of 10 million people and 30 other pediatric chiropractors, I am definitely good at teaching two to 12,000 people marketing. So if you are a chiropractor who practices in a bigger town um, and you're a little worried that you might not get something out of this, like, don't worry, there's going to be a lot that still applies. Um, if you are somebody in a small town or you're in a big town, just don't be a dick, okay? Like, if I say something like small town people... Um, they're, they're simple. I don't mean simple minded. Um, if I say something like small town people are just very pure in the heart, I don't mean that big town people aren't like, this is just, it's a difference. And like, don't, don't get all offended. Keep your undies not in a bundle. Um, but we're going to break this question down into marketing, physical, uh, digital, and then service-based. So one of the things I love so much about marketing to a small town is they're real. it's really about getting back to the basics, the core of what marketing really started with. And that's human to human connection. Uh, there is no billboard, Facebook ad, geofencing, whatever, that is going to replace your face to face replace face in the community for at least the first two years. Um, yeah, there's just, it's, they're about 10 to 15 years behind digitally. And, you know, you have to really think about that. They have some major concerns. The people of that town, they're coming from a place of wanting that town to thrive. So physically showing up, they tend to, you know, it's that town where like every kid in high school plays every sport. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't have a volleyball team. So it's just this much different mentality. And it's really, it's, it's really great. It's beautiful. Um, so what's also really great about a small town, there's a couple things. You have the ability to make a huge impact, in my opinion, a lot faster than if you were like in Chicago. So for instance, I got on the board of the Boys and Girls Club you know, at like 27 years old and after I'd been around for about a year and a half. Okay, if you were trying to get on the board of the Boys and Girls Club in Chicago, like that's not happening unless you are, have donated, you know, $10,000 a year for the last 10 years or, you know, you've got influence. So they are really looking for help and that opens up doors for you so much faster than in a lot of bigger towns. Um, the other nice thing is holy moly is overhead cheap. Oh my gosh. So, you know, one day when I talk about our loan repayment, you know, there were months that we were paying 
towards um, our loan a month. And when we break it down, it's like, well, we kept our overhead low. And when I say low, I mean the first six to 12 months of practice, our overhead was about $700, not including my salary. I'm not saying my rent was $700, people. I'm saying my rent was $300. And that I was, you know, paying an additional $400 in other things. So it's like, it's really nuts when you look at what you're capable of getting. Um, Getting a loan is, you know, if you're a student and you want to start your practice, getting a loan in a small town is just going to be easier because it's just the way it's so much more about relationships and community and who you know. So speaking of, who you know. So one of the first things you're going to need to get really good at is kind of getting uh, your elevator pitch of who you are. Now, I don't mean this. This is going to be, this is the weird thing. I don't mean this like, hi, I am a chiropractor who's impassioned about empowering women. No, no, no. No, um, I'm Katie Smith. I'm married to John Smith's youngest son. Like you got to get good at uh, basically what is your lineage to this town? Because people need to place you and connect you. So you, what will happen is, is you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out eventually, probably after you've introduced yourself 20 or 30 times, what's the thing that everybody will know. But like those first couple are really awkward. So for instance, um, for me, you know, would be like, okay, well, I'm married to Kirby Brunswick. He is the youngest son of John Brunswick. And they kind of like, look at me like, "Mm, still not there, but they want, they want to keep going. It's not like, oh, we'll just smooth pass it. They're like, "Mm, who is, is that the Brunswick that, you know, did X, Y, or Z? I'd be like, no, 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 no. He's the Brunswick whose farms on County V. Um, and they'll be like, oh, is he the one whose dad was big at the county fair and I'd be like yes that's him you got him and literally they'd go like oh you're Bill's daughter like and now they know and then what happens is is you're fooling yourself if you don't think that what happens is is you know they're at coffee the next morning with because they get coffee every morning at the same place with their buddies and uh one of their buddies may go like who's this new chiropractor girl in town don't take offense to being called girl. Just get over it. There's so many other battles you're going to have to face. Um, and he'll go like, oh, I met her yesterday. Um, she's, you know, Bill's girl, you know, Bill, the farmer over on blah, blah, blah. And they'll go, oh, okay. Oh, that's great that she's back. It's just how things go. Um, you know, if we really wanted to like dig into like how sexist this is, that you must be the wife of so-and-so, like, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's just, again, you're going to have so many other battles. Just this is not the one. They, it comes from a really good place. Um, because if you didn't graduate like from that high school, stayed there, maybe you went to tech school there, came or went and came right back, you've got a hill to climb. And that hill isn't because they want to hate you. Um, not at all. It's that... Small towns are, they're kind of dying in a lot of places, um, you know, as just the way that our culture is going. Like there's less college 
degree jobs in those towns, more people are going to college. So the college students are going where the jobs are, which means so many are not coming back. So farming communities, dairy operations, like all of these things are really on the line in these towns. And the people who feel as if, um, you know, they're the influencer in that town, you know, the 40s, 50s, 60 year old males who are three generations into that town, they have some, you know, some real fears, uh, kind of one of them being a fear of abandonment. Uh, they're used to shops opening and then closing. Um, you know, they're kind of afraid of being taken advantage of, you know, that, that like, why are you here? Are you just here to like, see if this is a hot market that you can make it rich. And then if you don't succeed, you're just going to leave us in a couple years. We've seen it happen before. And, um, you know, and then we're just gonna have another empty building on main street. Great. Thanks. So it's again, it's not that they want to hit you. They're just guarded because they're trying, they're like holding the weight of the survival and thrivingness of this community on their shoulders. And they're just trying to protect. So when it comes to physically advertising, you're going to want to spend so, so, so much more time doing physical advertisement than digital. Um, like I said, nothing will beat your face-to-face -face connection in the community for the first couple of years. So um, you want to focus on things like who, what are the local businesses that are doing things? Pair up with them. In your uh, question that I didn't read, you know, you talked about a gym that's doing things. You know, if they've kind of got a little traction, then yeah, partner up with them. Um, you know, figure out who the people are who are wanting to really make a difference in the town and try and do things with them. Uh, when you're setting up your physical space, like you talked how you want, like, I don't think I read it, but again, you said like, you're looking for this Joanna Gaines type classic, of course, but realize that your goal for setting up your space is that people are comfortable and you need to be cautious of being unapproachable. Um, you know, a lot of businesses and small towns don't invest in things like aesthetics. So a lot of the aesthetics of many of the businesses, the lawyer, the bank, the accountant, probably haven't been updated in 10, 20 plus years. So if you come in like super, super cute, um, if you're trying to attract a mom, but that mom is so nervous walk, like walking in that her daughter's gonna like rub a booger on your super fancy front desk. Um, you know, you might be like, oh no, like this is a kid safe space. It's more about how they feel. So, you know, you want, it's this weird dichotomy where you want, you don't have to worry about being different because you're the only chiropractor. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of these people are going to be going to the town with the Walmart and seeing that chiropractor. So even though there's not a chiropractor in your town, I bet there's lots of people who are getting chiropractic. Um, you want to be, you know, updated, but not too fancy. Um, you just have to walk that line. You can't get too, too unapproachable because it will start to backfire. You know, it's like that feeling when you're walking, um, into a fancy store or an art gallery and you're like you have your hands like glued to your side like don't touch anything they're looking at me like you know how much is this shirt oh my god this shirt is two hundred dollars like don't don't 
spit on it accidentally and you're like, why would I spit on it? You're like, I don't know, I'm just nervous. How do I walk out of this store without looking like, oops, like a cheap ass? Um, you know that, that's what you're looking to avoid. I digress. Um, Okay, so in your physical space, you know, you want to spend more time being present. Uh, so pretty, pretty much replace everything you've heard on like doing once or twice a month events in your clinic, going live two to three times a day from your Instagram and Facebook, um, and then hook up with the multiple BNIs and maybe get in front of the holistic moms group of that area, hashtag they love chiropractic already, like none of that exists. Um, you're gonna spend most of your time volunteering at other places. You might not be talking about chiropractic while you're volunteering, but they're meeting you. Like, because believe me, they're gonna be like, who are you? And you're gonna be like, I'm Dr. Kate. I'm the new chiropractor in town. And that might be it. That counts as marketing. Trust me, it's, you know, like, and you'll do your lineage introduction. Um, you need to go to church. Like, hopefully, I didn't ask, like, do you love church? But <laughs> if you don't love church, don't be inauthentic. But you need to grocery shop. You need to buy the things. Like, Amazon Prime doesn't exist to you anymore. You need to buy things from that town. Remember, they have their guard up. And so they want to know, like, are you here to support us or take advantage of us? And so that requires buying overpriced groceries from the tiny grocery store in town. I know they don't have anything organic, but, but it goes far. Like, just eat the pesticides, okay? Like, you, just take a bullet. That's your marketing. They're testing you to see, like, are you here because you're so going to support other businesses? in this town or are you here to try and like make it about you um you know go to football games you talked about how there's one school of course it's beloved this is like their pride uh so i recommend you know what you're wearing in clinic so this kind of keeps that approachableness i would just buy like three to four different um zip ups hoodies for the seasons things like that maybe get dr kate put on the back like of it um, you know, if something like that, but like wear that in clinic, you know, you're showing that it's a support. It's not this button up. That's like, Oh, she's fancy. I don't want to, um, you know, go to the football games, volunteers serving popcorn at the basketball games. Like these are all things that is the marketing that it's like, are you going to walk away with three new patients from that? No, you're not, but you need to get known and prove that you really, really care. Um, the chambers in these towns are often, uh, one of the bigger things thriving because they're really trying to keep the town alive. More than likely there's a chamber. Um, you're going to want to do, <laughs> don't ask to be on the board. Like remember the like influencers, like influencers means a completely different thing in small town than, uh, than we're used to on social media. But like the board of the chamber is very likely composed of like these influencers who have quote unquote done their time. Now, if they ask you to be on the board, that's awesome. Take that opportunity, but then realize that you're there to work, not talk. Um, you can gently offer up ideas and new ways of doing things. I know you said there's like this huge 4th of July bash that like the whole town is about. I relate to that. We have a rutabaga fest in August. It is like, the bomb. It is everything. Like 
this is where people come. Um, you know, it's kind of the thing keeping our town alive. Uh, so, you know, you want to be there working it, but don't try and change it. Again, if they ask for ideas, feel free to gently lob something up of like, well, I don't know, what if we have any, has anybody ever thought about this? But you just, again, it, it's this hierarchy, it's awkward, it's, I don't want to call it sexist. I am not calling people in small town sexist, but it's just this a little more old fashioned way of how things go. So physically, um, you just got to be there. More work, less talk. Show up at the food vendors, do the thing. Don't worry so much that people um, know your elevator elevator pitch for like educating them on chiropractic because that's not where it's going to happen anyways, especially since a there is no other chiropractor. You can't anchor on to something that they already know. So like save that for your office. All you need to do is be a really nice person. They need to know you're not crazy and that you care. And then they'll start to think about you using you. So digitally, this is another major difference. Oh my gosh. So again, five to 10 years behind for sure. So you want a website, you want to have Facebook, you want to have Instagram, um, Twitter, you know, Kirby swears that you, you still need it. It's really not, um, Twitter, Snapchat, any other like fancy fun new things that are happening in the social media world way less important. Like I know there's a lot of emphasis on businesses using Pinterest, not, not for you, love, not necessary. So you do need a website because you'll probably be one of the only businesses in town that has a website. So this is to your advantage, but you don't need a fancy one. You need a clean, simple website that is aesthetically pleasing, but not again, I don't know how much education is really going to come from your website. Um, you want them that you want them to click on this and go, Oh, there's a nice picture of her. Your bio needs to have like who you are, how you're connected to the town and what you care about. Um, and that's really the most important thing. It needs to make them like you. Um, and they don't need to know Gonstead technique and all this stuff like that is just not necessary. So you're going to save money on your website because you're going to instead, as far as digital advertising, you can take that money and a Google ad will go a lot uh, further in this market. You know, in a bigger town like Dallas, you probably couldn't buy um, the, you know, the Google word chiropractic because it would be so expensive. Or even if you did, you would still end up on page three. So you can spend 20 minutes learning from a YouTube video how to buy a Google ad and buy some of those things. And that's going to really help. Uh, I would buy the Next Town Overs chiropractic. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but let's just say it's the Pentown is the town over with the Walmart by Pentown Chiropractor. Um, and just own that because more than likely not many people are doing it. And it's, again, that overhead being so much cheaper, you would not be able to get away with owning those Google ads in a bigger town. So do that. Uh, Facebook is likely king in these towns. Now, that doesn't mean to go crazy doing webinars and like all of these online uh, or lives. No, no, no. You're going to get a little annoying if you do that. Remember the dichotomy, gently ever present, not annoying in, in your face. Um, so, but like Facebook is how a lot of these towns events are spread. 
<laughs> so, you know, also, you there's likely a newspaper. I forgot to ask if there's a newspaper, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a newspaper. So make sure that you are, I would recommend if I could do something different, I would have greased the wheel. Is that the, is that the phrase? Grease the wheel? Okay, well, we'll just roll with that. Um, I would have greased the wheel a little more with the newspaper than I did in the beginning. I blame Kirby. He said, blah, nobody reads the newspapers. Our target market doesn't read the newspapers. And so we never did many ads or anything like that. You know, they'd be like, would you like to donate or spend $20 to be listed on the like, we support the local firefighter. And I'm like, no, no, what's that gonna do for me? I wish I would have done it. Because in the last few years, there have been a couple like major um, accomplishments that our clinic has done. So for instance, we got a national award and we did a write-up. We had like a really great compelling photo and we submitted it to the newspaper to like do as a press release. Nah, they didn't, they didn't uh, choose to run that because um, I think it was like bear season. So I literally didn't get in the newspaper, but some 17 year old who shot a bear definitely did. I'm pretty sure it made the front page. And so I think I didn't make a good enough relationship with the guy who does the newspaper. And now it's still like, no, Lauren, you're not getting in my newspaper. Even if I saved a dying child from a burning or a burning building, I would not get in the newspaper. So maybe grease that wheel a little more. Um, <laughs> Back to Facebook and HIPAA. So let's talk about HIPAA in small towns for a second. Uh, it doesn't exist. So this is not legal advice. What I'm about to tell you is actually illegal. Okay, just gonna say that. Um, because technically you're not supposed to uh, accept friend requests from patients. If you don't accept their friend request, that is just going to support a story of that, like you're some big city you know, city slicker who like thinks they're too good to befriend them. It's just the reality. Um, and then also when you do start seeing patients, the more you can learn the politics and you want to cluster book more than anyone has ever cluster booked because they're going to like hang out in the waiting room and talk. So like in a bigger city, you cluster book because like other people see like, okay, other people come here. That's great. In a small town, you actually kind of want this HIPAA nightmare of like you're adjusting and like somebody at the front desk goes, is that Mary in back? And you go like, oh, I, I obviously can't tell you that. And they're like, Mary, how are you? And you know, like then they sit and talk and catch up and it's like perpetuates this like, oh, other people, you know, like if you do catch one of the influencers, pack all of your people around that town because that is important. They go, oh, John accepts this clinic. Therefore, it's good enough for me. Type of thing. Weird, weird politics. Um, but where you can get fancy in your digital is, which is a little more gentle and not in your face in digital advertising. It's not advertising, but things like having text message reminders. We talked about the Google ads, review waves. You can absolutely bury your competition with Google reviews and Google ads pretty quickly because nobody has any. Like people don't have a website. Or if they do, it's like not a good one. It's really not a good one. And they're not using. So those, those things like text message reminders, those will be appreciated. 
Now, auto debits, I'm not saying don't do them, obviously, but I am saying like that might get a little fancy, make them uncomfortable. So it may not be if you're open to not. um, And what I mean by an auto debit is like, this is how we do things. We have everybody's credit card on file and like da, 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 da. Um, You know, feel the water. I don't know. I just have my experience that like if I would have started that right away, I would have grown slower and I would have likely had to overcome in addition a reputation of being like the new girl. I would have been like the new greedy girl who wants my credit card information. So you just got to like tread your waters. And I know that there are chiropractors listening being like, Lauren, this is bad advice. You... Like she should build the practice right from the get go of like, listen, people, she's got 2,300 people. She cannot burn many bridges right out the gates. You got to like grow into that shit. So like give her a year to kind of just be present and get more and more authentically you. I think from what you, how you said you were practicing, that's authentic. That's gorgeous. I'm not telling you to have shorter or longer appointments, like do those appointments. It just comes to like some of those procedural stuff that gets a little, you know, gets a little iffy. Um, so then last service. So like I said, I love that, you know, even people who've been in practice 10 years and they're in a town of like 10 million people when it comes to being of service in these communities, this is what everyone should be doing, no matter the population. Um, But it's so important that they know you are there to serve them. Everything you do must lead from a place of like, I am here for you, not the other way around. It is not, how are you going to help my business thrive? It's how am I another contributor to the economy of this small town going to serve you. Um, So when you reach out to businesses, when you reach out to the PTs, the dentists, the influencers in the town, what you don't want to do is go, hi, I'm Dr. Kate, and I'd love to take you out to coffee to tell you about my new clinic and how I'm going to like improve the healthcare of this community. I would much more phrase it from a stance of like, I'm new to town. I care so much about seeing the health of this community improve. I would love to connect with you and get your advice and your experience in this town of what is needed. Now, again, are you going to completely structure your business based on what they tell you? No, because what they're going to tell you is we need chiropractors that are available at 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. Like, okay, great, great. So hours are a thing. You know, you just... You want to show up to those meetings again, lead with that heart of service of like, what do you think is lacking? How, and I would branch out further than just the conversation of what's lacking as far as health in the community. So you talked about how you're really into birth, like that's great. And I love that you had a water birth and you want to care more. How I read it was that, you know, you want to connect with less people who are interested in a water birth than the masses, like you might need to like temper that a little bit. There's not a hospital in town, like leading with, you know, you've got, you might want to start with some birth classes um, where you talk about 
options and you talk, you might have to swallow your pride and talk about a hospital birth. And even if the hospital doesn't even allow water birth, that's a thing in our hospital. Um, they don't do water births. Um, so you might have to just swallow that because what you don't want to do, in my opinion, <laughs> is be like that chiropractor who shows up in town, gives an anti-vaccine workshop, and then like a water birth, home birth workshop. And all of a sudden, all of the nurses and all of the family practitioners and all of the medical people in your community are like, oh, that girl's crazy. We're going to not refer any patients to her or recommend people see her. Gotta take it easy. Um, yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's important. So you can temper in those birth fit education, all of that. Also, you gotta realize that um, zero to two people may show up to your events. And so this is where, you know, you want to replace that whole idea of have an event every single month. Like, yeah, you might not be able to get away with another workshop because what'll happen is, is the first one, you know, like if you do an anxiety or sensory workshop, fantastic. Uh, but doing that every month, like you just don't have millions of people who are going to come to those. So you may need to do it three times a year, um, you know, and maybe only two of them are in your town. Maybe only one of them's in your town and the other two are in the Walmart town. Um, but you got to realize that also there's just zero to two people. Like I've had events well into practice that zero people showed up. I Facebook added the shit out of that event, but it just, you know, there wasn't a lot of people. Um, there's, you're literally dealing with less masses. Your uh, problem, your burden to get over is trying to figure out how to, when you do have someone, when you have one person who showed up to that workshop, how to connect with them and start the process of educating them on the type of chiropractic that you do. And it's not all going to happen all at once, uh, but it's going to be just the slower growth because you can't be super aggressive in your face. It doesn't mean, well, I can't say slower growth. I mean, we were seeing a hundred people within the first like two months of opening. So it's not like so-so, but it's just, it needs to be done a certain way. It needs to be done out of respect and always keeping in mind that their concerns are, do you actually care? Uh, so connect with a nonprofit from another place of service. Uh, it, find the nonprofit in town and like pour some sugar on them. Uh, I would recommend at your open house, you can do something like having $5 for every person who comes and fills out a short survey of you'll donate $5 for every person who does that to this local nonprofit. Like, again, you're connecting with the people who already have influence status. Oh my gosh, hold on. I have to tell this really funny influencer story. So I've mentioned, said the word influencer multiple times in this episode. And about six months ago, I was doing the social media training and the guy's talking about how to grow your business using social media. And um, I'm sure it was so great for everyone else who practices in a town of like 50,000 or more. Uh, but so he's talking about how like, okay, well on Instagram, what you do is you go over to places and you find your town and then you're gonna find like the top people, like the most like picture. So, okay, so this is great. If you're 
in a big town, this is something you can do if you don't, you know, so like, let's say you're in Houston, trying to connect with the social media influencers is a great way to grow your practice. Um, Lacey and Colton Neville of Free Spirit Chiropractic in Tulsa, they've like just done this to a T. They've done amazing in their first year because they connected with social media influencers and businesses that had a strong social media presence. Not an option for a small town people, um, you know, around here. So I did that. So I'm like, okay, Cumberland, Wisconsin. There is three tagged photos of Cumberland, Wisconsin, and they're all like people from Minneapolis who are vacationing here. Uh, around here, if you have 50 followers, use a big deal. So this is where we talked about like, have a nice Instagram, uh, but don't waste too much of your time making your Instagram like beautiful because it's kind of a vanity project around here. Uh, it's just going to be mostly your friends and other chiropractors who like your page and it's not going to show up as new patients. Not yet. Anyways, having an Instagram will be nice because in five years when other people, it becomes just more mainstream, you'll be ahead of it. But uh, for now, you're much better off spending less time there. Oh yeah, my funny story, that's right. It was just like talking about the absurdity that <laughs> Rice Lake or Cumberland, Wisconsin had any influencers. And I'm like, boy, my influencers is the 55 year old guy who's been running the Barron County Fair for the last 30 years and you don't wanna be on his shit list. Otherwise you screwed up an influencer option. Oh, I've never told the story about where I yelled at one of the influencers. I didn't realize it till afterwards. Ah, I wasn't planning it. This is a funny story. Okay, so I have alluded to the fact that I may or may not have yelled at a couple people uh, in my clinic before. Now, this guy was a dick. Oh, I have to be careful because some people, okay. Mm hmm. Okay, I'm realizing in the moment, like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, he wasn't a dick. He was a very, very nice guy. He was misunderstood. We were talking past each other. So long story short, first visit, I could kind of tell from the get go, not my ideal client. And I was not his ideal chiropractor. Um, I don't know who he is, though, at the point, like, I didn't know. So his second visit, he comes back, says his hip is better, but is very skeptical and accuses me of witchcraft voodoo weird shit. He didn't say shit, but that's, he literally did say some kind of witchcraft voodoo. I don't know if it was just my mental. And I'm like, oh snap. So keep in mind, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of other things around this that happened at, for, to get me to this point. But it's basically the second visit. I said like, you know what? I don't think that we're a right fit. I don't think you should even get adjusted today. Um, and I pretty much kicked him out of my clinic in the nicest way you can click, kick someone out of their clinic after they accuse you of voodoo stuff. So, okay, I'm like hands on my hip, like, yeah, I just told that guy. So he walks out the door, kind of pissed, really pissed actually. And my front desk just looks at me and they're like, and I'm like, you guys, I had to stand for something. And they're like, yeah, um, did you see this week's newspaper? And I'm like, no. And so they kind of like slide it across to me. And this mofo is front and center, like giving a check and like his name's blasted all over. And he's like the next hometown hero. And he like is going to start writing for the newspaper. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> So, um, 
those are the influencers that you need to like try and avoid having a bad relationship because they'll just write write a bad article about you no he didn't I I had to like a dog with my tail between my legs I did have to send him an email later that day being like I'm sorry that was not professional type of thing um so yeah okay so we should close this down now so we talked about physical digital service you know it's really gonna each town is gonna be unique and you just have to find what's already working attached to that um don't worry the whole like I'm so-and-so's wife that will go away but you are looking at like the next year of it being less about you more about them placing who you are and you proving that you just care about this community um and you will establish your own reputation uh, and then it'll be gorgeous. Then they'll got you, they'll have your back and it'll be a great relationship. There are so many opportunities in these small towns that would not be available to you in a bigger town. You want to reach out to a kindergarten class and come in and read a book? Yep, absolutely. They'll take you because they don't have lots of people doing it. If you're in a bigger town, there are things that you just can't get away with because it's like, yeah, you and the other hundred chiropractors, uh, we know what you're trying to do type of thing. So Dr. Kate, I hope that this helps. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to go to a town. People told me I was freaking crazy that we were moving to a town of 2,300 people with four chiropractors. They told me the market was already saturated. Like, you know, I'm sure you're hearing things like there's not going to be enough business for you to find, you know, your target market. Like, are you going to be able to be 80% pediatric and have a high volume practice? Probably not, girl. But I think that, you know, as long as, and it sounds like from your question, you're open to being like, yep, I'll see farmers. Like, there, I'll see laborers. I'll see this. I'll see that. It sounds like you're coming from a great place with a good heart. And I think you're going to do so, so good and have a great impact on this, on this small town because they need you. I can guarantee you they need you and your young passion and obsession with growth. Um, They'll, they'll feel that. And it's, it's beautiful. So I love you all so, so much. Please leave a review. I haven't had a nice, funny review in a while. I need a good one uh, that makes me laugh. If you have a short question, uh, something that this brought up, you can pop it in that review too. And I might just answer it right at the beginning of another episode. If you want to submit a question, you can do that at sheslayspodcast.com. There's a episode or question submission right there you can also send me a direct message or you know something like that I can tell you though that that is more likely to get lost I I can't promise that I won't frantically three weeks later be like oh shit I just saw this I'm so sorry um but it, we'll see it eventually so love you all so much have a great week and until next Sunday keep on slaying Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. 
SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. <music> 